joining me. Jim Hibbs with the Des Moines Real Estate Show. We're here at Westworld. I've got my uh, nephews along with me. We're at the Barrett Jackson World's Largest Car Auction 2019 here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Guys, are we having fun? Yes. yes. All right. We're looking at lots of cars. And you might say, what do cars have to do with real estate? Well, I've got uh, a wonderful guest coming up here in just a, in just a moment who's going to talk about getting that home, making sure that home is ready for the auction block or the market. That in a moment, first the numbers. As of January 17th, 2019, 3,537 homes on the market, 2,808 single family homes of that number. Under 200,000, only 772 homes on the market. And in Polk County, that number is only 388. Still a, a seller's market in that price point. At 201 to 300,000, 847 on the market. Uh, around central Iowa, 512 in Polk County. Above 301,000. More than a third of all the homes on the market, over 301,000, 1,188. So a lot of homes in that category. 547 townhomes of that uh, on the market as of January 17, 2019. And one more number for you, over 1,800 cars here at Barrett Jackson in Scottsdale. And we're gonna go inside to the auction right now. Uh, earlier in the week, I caught up with Christy and she is the guru in central Iowa of getting that home ready to show. Right, Felix? Yeah. Well, let's talk about homes and getting that home ready, making sure it is ready for the auction block, actually for the sales. We've got Christy Andriano here with mm -hmm. us. And Christy, you're a professional stager. Correct. You know how to make that home shine before it's uh, out into the market. Tell yep. us about that. That is always the goal. Yeah. Um, anymore, way back in the day when I started doing this, staging was not a thing that people were even aware of. Right. Um, now it's almost just a given that you need to prepare your home to sell. You need to get it to the point where it's going to show at it its very best and stand out from the other homes. And there's lots of aspects of home staging and lots of things we can do. So. All right. We're going to talk about okay. those five things you need to know. Tell us a little bit about you. Oh, Lord. I have been staging homes... I believe I'm starting my 15th year. All right. Um, prior to that, I was a partner in a new construction company and would help design homes from a woman's point of view. Um, I love doing this. I think I get bored pretty easy, and home staging is always it's like a puzzle. Everyone is different. Every client's different. So it keeps it fun and exciting. All right. Well, let's talk about some fun and exciting things. Folks who may be thinking about uh, putting their house on the market and they're looking around the home, boy, what do... What do I need to do? What are the top five things that that potential home seller needs to know about getting that home ready? Absolutely. The number one thing I tell everyone is clean, clean, clean. Right. And clean. Uh, and clean. <laughs> clean. Nobody wants to buy your dirt. Nobody wants to buy your dirty dishes or your dirty laundry or yeah. your pet hair, those kinds of things. And so really, before you list, one of the most important things you can do is a thorough, thorough cleaning of the entire home. Um, from washing windows to cleaning carpets, those kinds of things, as well as getting the dust bunnies out of the corners and those and that type of thing. Once it's listed, though, you do need to try to maintain yeah. a clean home. And you never know when somebody's going to come, and it might be the perfect person, but you don't want to walk in and see, you know, your son's underpants on the floor. So um, keep it clean. Uh, some things just to help you um, maintain that on an ongoing basis, particularly if you have children or pets or messy roommates or spouses right um baskets are great things um you know if you've got 
guys. When my kids were little, we had, they were guys. They were army guys, or it was his matchbox cars, matchbox cars yeah, or right, Legos, yeah. or whatever it is. Right. Baskets are great for quick pickups. Um, if you know you've got somebody coming in 30 minutes, throw all that messy stuff into a basket, tuck it into a closet or on a shelf, and you're, the house shows much better. Right. So you want to try um, to, to keep things as clean as you can. Um, another thing I always tell people, you're going to hate me now, but you will love me later. Get rid of the stuff you don't want to move to your new home. Right. So if you've got a lot of stuff sitting around, whether it's in a storage room or in your garage or your closet, and you know it's nothing you're going to take with you, now's the time to get rid of it. Um, then when you move, you're going to go, Christy, that was so great. Thanks for helping me get rid of all that crap. I've got a perfect example for you. We moved recently in 2018, my wife and I did, and uh, went down into the basement and we're, we're preparing our house for listing and then also for moving. And I found bins that were moved into the home in 2007 and had mm -hmm. sat there until 2018. Probably so. never opened them up once. Nope. 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 Uh, I, I did. And then I ran over to Goodwill and said, Bye -bye. there you go. Yeah. There you go. Somebody so, else will use that stuff. Somebody else will use that stuff. And, and the cleanliness part of the home, uh, it's one of the more difficult conversations your realtor will have with you, the seller. Uh, because uh, uh, my experience, there are different levels of clean for yeah. different folks. Right. You want to find that, uh, well, Felix Unger, that's probably dating <laughs> me, right? The, uh, Felix and Oscar. You want to make sure that that home is as clean as possible. And in, in the case, in some cases, you may want to hire a professional to come in and really do that deep clean. It's very important. That, that's absolutely right. And time is important, too. So if you don't have the time to, to do it, Hiring somebody is worth the money Yeah, and the same, keeping your sanity. <laughs> Let's talk about number two. It's uh, along the same lines, but different. Declutter mm -hmm. and lighten. Declutter and lighten. So we talked about cleaning, and that's the basic stuff of you know keeping your counters wiped up and those kinds of things. Your home may be as clean as clean can be, but if it's got a lot of little knickknacks and a lot of stuff everywhere, it tends to look cluttered and doesn't appear to be clean, um, particularly in online photos. That tends to be where it shows up the most. If you've yeah. got lots of stuff, the photos don't show well, the photos don't show well, you don't get buyers in. Um, so decluttering could be, you know, maybe you've got five recliners all facing the TV in your family room. Okay, you probably don't need that many. So it might be a matter of removing some furnishings, but almost always it's a matter of removing small items. It's much better to have a few larger items than a lot of small items. Um, for, for a cluttering purpose. Right. So I always suggest, first of all, remove all your teeny tiny little things and your family photos. Um, remove those and then maybe spread out your larger items, whether it's on a shelf or an end table or a nightstand. Um, and I, I have a, a rule of thumb, no more than one to three items or groupings on any flat surface. So if you've got some built-in shelves, um, you vary between one and three items on it, okay. but a stack of books is considered just one grouping. Okay, if you get much more than those one to three items or groupings, that's when it starts to look cluttered. Okay, and I'm looking around the studio in my office right now thinking I, I need to maybe do some decluttering. I just got maybe a, maybe a, a couple few of ideas. suggestions yeah. for you. The best way to make your home feel spacious is natural light. So you're going to want to open up your blinds, um, pull back the curtains, those types of things, particularly if you have a good view. Maybe you don't have a good view. Well, then maybe we leave the blinds down, but we angle them open so you can let as much light come in as possible. And, you know, a lot of times I'll walk into a, a room and it's like a, a man cave, okay? <laughs> a lot of, my husband loves a man cave. Yeah. But if you open up those curtains, suddenly the room appears bigger, it shows better, it shows better in online pictures as well. So natural light's the best way. 
Also in the wintertime, like you were just saying, oftentimes I'll suggest take your screens off the windows if you know you're oh, not sure. going to open your windows. Um, that lets more light in as well. The only downfall with that is you really have to make sure you have clean windows because all the smudges and all everything shows. <laughs> okay, so natural light, best way to make your home feel spacious. The second best way is artificial light. Mm -hmm. So when you have online pictures and showings, you're going to want to turn on your ceiling lights, your accent lights, if you've got under cabinet lights, anything like that. Um, and that, again, just makes the room feel much more spacious and the home feel more spacious. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, repairs and updates. You know, that's another difficult discussion that, that we realtors have with our sellers when we point out items that will cost a little bit of money. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it will help them uh, reap a, a, a better price for their home. Absolutely. So when it comes to repairs, they're big repairs and they're slow repairs. Um, the little ones tend to be easier, mm -hmm. um, but they're also maybe more obvious. So, so, for example, you have been looking at that broken towel rod for years. You know, you planned on fixing it, life happened, you didn't. Yeah. Well, if they see a little repair like that that's not been taken care of, then buyers are going to start to wonder, well, what other things have not been repaired mm -hmm. that they can't see quite so easily? So, first off, start with the little things. Fix the towel rod. Um, if you've got a leaky faucet, fix that. If you've got stains in your carpet, let's get your carpets cleaned. Um, if you've got uh, cracks in the walls or, or whatever, just little basic things that are kind of maintenance, right. um, take care of those first. But you've, uh, there also may be some, some big repairs and or updates. Yeah. Okay, So that, that's where it kind of gets hard. It really depends on the market. It depends on the price range of the home for how much you should do. You know, I have never told someone to you know, knock a wall out before right. you sell your home. That, Maybe someday, but in 15 years, I never have. We reserve that for HGTV, right, where that's it only costs $5,000 for a new yes, kitchen. Yes, and that's a lie, people. <laughs> um, so what I try to do is prioritize updates. What makes the most sense? Um, some things can be very simple, like removing yesterday. Um, old, it was old wallpaper border. Sure. Okay, that needed to come down. And it's you can do it yourself, or you can hire someone. But there's just all different ranges. The higher the price of the home, the higher the expectation of the buyers. Right. Um, and so if you still maybe have the shiny brass light fixtures, um, which again, gold is coming back now, but it's different. I about oak too. Yeah, everything comes back around. But um, let's try to update those things. Right now, currently, right. the most common fixtures are oil rub bronze and brushed nickel. And then we've got like a brushed gold that's starting to come back as well. Okay. But, you know, if you're in a lower price range home, let's focus on the maintenance things as opposed to putting in all new stainless steel appliances and granite or quartz countertops and those kinds of things. So really, you don't want to um, over-improve right. for what the house can, can sell for. Right. And certainly there are financial considerations. Everybody's different at that point of time when they're selling their home and you have to weigh the financial considerations with the some of the things that need to be done, but these are just ideas on making sure your home is ready to go mm -hmm. to the best of your ability when it uh, when it goes into the market because you go into that market one time mm -hmm. and people see that home online and they see it in person and, and a lot of these things speak, they communicate messages when that towel holder is broken off. You've been looking at for five uh -huh. years, what else might not be working? Absolutely. So very good points. Number four. Neutralize and depersonalize. Now we talked a little bit about depersonalizing with the, the uh, sports teams sure. or the, the collegiate teams or, or whatever that is. So to minimize that. But also you want to depersonalize when it comes to family photos um, and other kinds of personal collections. We want buyers to be looking at the attributes of the house, not at all of your, I'm sure your grandchildren are beautiful, <laughs> but we want them to focus on those things. Um, right. So I would say let's 
keep maybe one or two of your favorite family photos, maybe something that's got everybody in it so you don't hurt anybody's feelings, but then go ahead and remove the next or remove the rest. And, you know, you can set it back, back up in your brand new, your brand new home. Right. But for now, let's minimize family photos. If you, let's say you love turtles, turtles are great. Um, but if there's turtles everywhere in the house, that tends to throw people off too. Yeah. So if you've got collections of lots of things, again, minimize those things as well. I've seen it out on the, out in the street, whether it's Beerstein collections, yep. Smurfs. I've seen Smurf collections <laughs> still yet today. Uh, team collections with lots of signatures, uh, baseball, you know, all that stuff is great. I, I do collect a bit myself, but when it, it comes time to sell, you need to pack it away and put it away right. again. And I tell people, I, I you want that buyer to imagine their things on right, the wall. Absolutely. Imagine what they have on the wall. And if they're looking at your beautiful grandchildren, they're looking at your beautiful grandchildren. Right. Oh, those right. are cute kids. Yeah. Rather yeah. than saying, this is the house for me. Right, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's the depersonalizing part. Yep. Then the neutralizing is also, I've gone into a home and they said, well, we knew where you were coming and we, we needed to paint the master bedroom. So we painted this beautiful orange. And I thought, oh gosh, I, orange is great, but I wish you would have talked to me first. So um, you want to neutralize big things like walls, yes. um, flooring, those kinds of things, because you want buyers to see, to be able to picture their furnishings in the house. And for example, if your master bedroom is all orange and they don't have a thing in their world that's orange, that's hard for them to visualize. So neutralize the big things. Um, and right now, gray is still king when it comes to wall colors. Yes, it is. Um, it's going a little bit more to a warmer gray, like a grayish, um, but still, you know, keep those neutral. The only thing that you have to be careful about, though, is that you don't over-neutralize. I've walked okay. into homes, and it's just, it's either all beige or it's all gray, and it is a little bit boring, particularly in online pictures. So when you neutralize the big things like the walls and the floor and those kinds of things, always make sure you've got a few pops of color to draw your eye around the room. Very easy ways that you can add color. A bowl of fruit, um, a vase of flowers on the table, pillows with orange. If you love orange, go with neutral walls, but put some orange pillows on your sofa. Okay? So just make sure you don't make it too, yeah. too uh, neutral and too boring. And my recommendation is don't paint it orange right now. Maybe yeah. that'll come in 10 years maybe. or so. Maybe. You never know. But not let's just... Not today. No. no, no, no. Very good. Very good points. All right. Number five. Focus on the selling features of the home. Um, from a staging standpoint, the four most important areas of the home is the first is the entry. That's the first thing buyers see when they come in. And if buyers have a bad first impression, they have a hard time getting over it. Mm -hmm. You know, either you may have taken clients in and they walk in and they went, nope. 30 seconds to one minute you and got we're it. out the door. Yeah, because uh, they just can't get over that first bad impression. So the entry or the first thing buyers see when they come in is important. The family room, where most people spend a lot of their time. Kitchen and then the master bedroom. Now those are four of the most important areas. Of course, we want the whole house to show nicely, but those are priority areas. Okay. Also, um, I've seen this over and over and over again. You want to focus on the selling features of the house, but oftentimes it appears that by our sellers tend to think that their TV is the most important aspect of the house. And so everything revolves around where's the best view for the television. Okay. Buyers most likely are not going to be buying your television, maybe sometimes. But like I said, maybe every chair and recliner is focused on the TV. When on this wall is a beautiful fireplace and built-ins or great windows with an awesome view, okay? <laughs> right. But wherever that seating is facing is where people tend to look. We want them to see what comes with the house. 
So just make sure that you focus on the selling features of the house. Maybe you've got beautiful quartz countertops, but they've got a lot of stuff on them. So first we're going to declutter, yeah. but we're not going to leave it empty. We want just a few things to draw your eye around because we want to make sure those buyers see those quartz um, countertops. Right. So just make sure that you really put focus where it belongs and show the buyers everything that, that they get with that house. Yeah. Christy, how do we get a hold of you? You can uh, check out my website, okay. andrianahomes.com. Uh, give me a call, 515-991-3319, um, or connect with your realtor. I work with realtors galore, yep. um, but I'm sure and they'll be able to get a hold of me as well. Wonderful information. Thank you. A bright shiny bit of information on kind of a, a, a little a bit of a dreary day in, yeah in, uh, in iowa it is january yeah. after all christy off to spring we go thank, thank you, you so much so some great tips like i said we're gonna head into the auction right guys yeah. are we buying any cars today I yeah we wish all right thanks for joining us here on the uh, des moines real estate show from scottsdale arizona this go around get out there and make the we're most of the day car. we'll see you about buy a car. Aunt Amy says you can't buy a car. <laughs> <laughs>